Good evening, Dominion Church. Y'all ready? I don't know if you're ready, but we're about to find out. Um, I want to teach tonight, and I'm going to teach on a topic I have never taught on in my life. But I am confident that there is not a finer hour to talk about what I'm going to talk about and teach on what I believe needs to be teached to the house, to the church at large, and to God's people. I want to talk to you tonight on a message that I will entitle, ready? Desensitized. To define desensitized literally means, watch this, to make emotionally insensitive or calloused. (laughs) This ain't going to be a night of a bunch of hoopla. I'm going to let the sword cut us to our hearts tonight. Because I see in the spirit tonight that there is a nation that is being desensitized. There is an agenda of the enemy to desensitize the people of God. There is a motive from the pits of hell to desensitize our children, to desensitize the church. There is a mandate from the kingdom of darkness to bring a desensitization. To every aspect and sphere of life. And I'm going to confront that spirit tonight because it will not be here. Literally, desensitized means, watch us, to be calloused. When I was a kid, I worked, my daddy had a black Angus beef farm, and so I was raised up on a on a farm, hard work. We we bailed hay in the summers. We were up at four in the morning and we would work till two or three in the afternoon. We had black Angus beef. Hard work was something that was constant around our house. I think that's the reason why my parents had five boys and one girl. There's six of us. It wasn't that they wanted kids. They wanted help. <laughs> but even as a young child, I remember being in second grade, third grade, and I would take a safety pin and I could put a safety pin through the calluses on my hand and not feel a thing. But see, then I remember when I was about 14, 15, then 18, I got a little wild and crazy, got my ears pierced, got my labrae pierced. Let me tell you something. I felt every bit of it. Same needle, but the difference was is what was calloused and what wasn't. And if we're not careful, we will subject ourselves to things in our lives that will make us hard. 
And where the Spirit of God wants to prick us and where the Spirit of God wants a reaction, He will prick us and there will be no reaction. He will prick us and there will be no emotion. He will prick us and there will be no tears. He will prick us and there will be no movement because there will be a people that have become calloused and desensitized. If I was the devil and I wanted to woo people away, but I knew that there was a truth called the supernatural that I could not compete with nor combat it, I would be left with one stance to copy it. I would devise a plan to copycat the supernatural, not for the good, but for evil. I would devise movies, shows, music, and news. I would create headlines that would all combat the weightiness of the supernatural of God. I am convinced that our nation has become desensitized to three things. You ready? This is what I want to talk to you about tonight. We have, and when I say nation, I will say the nations, and I will say the church at large even particularly. I am preaching to the ecclesia tonight, the church of Jesus Christ. The church, the bride of Christ, has become desensitized to the ways of God, the word of God, and the weight of God. To desensitize, we have become like a frog that is placed in a pot of lukewarm water. If you place a frog in lukewarm water and you turn it up slowly, the temperature of that water will rise and rise and rise. But if you take a frog and you place him in boiling hot water, he will jump right out. But if you take that same frog and you put him in a pot of lukewarm water and you turn the temperature up, the frog will become so conditioned that he will eventually cook himself in the pot. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a slow introduction of the heat that begins to desensitize the frog. Watch. My God, can I just talk to you for a minute? There are things that our world is seeing right now, that if it would have tried to been in the news, if it would have been on the movie, if the TV show would have talked about it, if the commercial would have showed it, the frog would have jumped out of the water. But there is an agenda from the pits of hell that years ago, they began to turn up the heat and they would turn up the heat and another generation would come and they turn up the heat and then another generation would come and, they, and we got a frog cooking and ain't nobody talking about the frog. See, I question tonight if the reason why there is a lack and a forfeiting of the supernatural in the body of Christ is because of how how desensitized we have come emotionally to the Spirit of God. You know, some people will attack. I'm going to throw this thing. emotionalism in the church but I will tell you that our churches do not have enough tears 
Our churches do not have enough weeping. Our churches do not have enough people moved by the power and the spirit of the resurrected Christ. We do not have enough of it. We go to movies and we say it was amazing. Why was it amazing? Oh, it made me cry. But churches are attacked. My God, I'm coming tonight. Churches are attacked when there are tears, when there is laughter in the sanctuary. Churches are attacked when people are, are, are not moved by the programs, but are moved by the presence of the Almighty God. And what we have done is we have begun to desensitize the church. And we've told them, don't cry. If you cry, you're weak. If you show any emotion, you're not a man. See, and what we have done is we have convinced the church to forfeit the supernatural in the name of being afraid of being called emotional. Ooh. Revelation 6 is my text. And I want to share this with you. Revelation chapter 6. You can call this an end times message if you want. But I'm telling you it ain't an end times message. It's a right now times message. The end times ain't coming. The end times will not be happening. The end times are here and are happening as we speak. Revelation 6 and 3 said, And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. And another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth. And that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. I've read this scripture many times and there's something that I never saw that I saw in the study of this message. That he was given a great sword. I wonder tonight... If the red horse is riding as I see a nation where there seems to be no peace I see a people where there seems to be no peace I see here and am exposed constantly to the spirit of murder and killing and the shedding of innocent blood there is the blood of millions of babies that cry from the ground that have been aborted there's the blood of children. There's the blood of innocent men that have been killed and their blood is crying from the ground because a great sword was given. And peace has been taken. I wonder tonight if the red horse is riding. The Bible says, thank you, Brooke, that people would kill one another and that there was given a great sword. I want to tell you tonight that I believe that a blade on this sword, you ready? A blade on this great sword is the blade of desensitization. That I believe 
that the way that the, 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 the spirit of the Antichrist is going to rise, listen to me, the way that he will come and people will flock to him is he first must smite the nations with the blade of desensitization. He Watch this. Your enemy, your devil's not coming to you with a pitchfork and horns out of his ears. He's going to come in a way that seems good. The Bible says he will look, be looked at as an angel of light. Matter of fact, the Bible says that he will perform many signs and wonders, that he will do things that cause the world to marvel. It is nothing through the constant garbage of social media feeds, the news, and even children's shows. Can I tell you something real quick? I think it's mighty funny and prophetic that social media, when you're scrolling on it, it's called your feed. What are you feeding on? What are you eating? The Bible says, taste of the Lord and see that he is good. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What are you feeding on? What are you feeding on? What are you feeding on? It is, I am confident though, that through the garbage of constant feed from social media, news, and even now children's shows, that we would sit and we would see a mother stabbed her four children. And then the next post, we would see kittens and we would say, ah, kittens. And then the next post, we would read where a man raped an eight-month-old child. But the next post would be about a family on vacation. And we would say, oh, I want to go on vacation. I'm talking about the spirit of desensitization where people are being exposed to evil and the enemy is wooing you in and you don't even know it. And now things that used to make you weep no longer bother you. Things that would bother your Holy Ghost no longer bother your Holy Ghost. Things that you were once convicted of, you're no longer compelled by. Because you're being desensitized. No longer sensitive to the spirit of God. There is an absolute of agenda of evil in our land to desensitize us and to make us insensitive to the moral character of God's word. You don't believe me? Desensitization has been an, an act from generation to generation to generation. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to paint you some pictures tonight. There is one that's called the clown of crime. You know, back in the day, there was a guy by the name of Batman. How many of y'all love Batman? Amen. You love Batman. See, Batman had an, an arts enemy, though, by the name of the Joker. And I'm telling you, see, like guys like, even like Pastor John. <laughs> Pastor John saw things like Batman. He saw the cartoons. This is a 1960s character of the Joker that's been modernized with color is all, but that is the Joker back in the 1960s. Not very scary. Kind of looks like a weird Jay Leno with makeup on, if you ask me. But now let me show you the Joker of 2022 cartoon. 
What I, 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 listen to me. I don't care if your little religious spirit does not like how this sword is cutting. I am standing on this wall tonight as a watchman, and I am telling you that there is an agenda of evil to desensitize our homes, our hearts, and our children. And evil is coming through the door, and it's coming inch by inch by inch, and nobody has stopped it. A big difference of demonic, of evil, of filth, of scary nightmares for our children. See, there is an, there is an agenda to desensitize, watch this, you ready? To desensitize, to, demon, to, to demonize. <laughs> there is an agenda to desensitize, to demonize. To demonize our heads, to demonize our hearts, and to demonize our homes. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Listen, I'm going to preach this tonight. And this kind of message will get me locked up, I would say, within the next three years. So get ready. I said, it's everywhere. You can turn off. If you got your kids in here, you should have used the nursery or children's church because I'm going in tonight. But you can turn your TV on and you got two men at 12 o'clock in the afternoon kissing in a shower for a shampoo commercial. The devil is a liar. My house will not be desensitized. It's evil. It's filthy. It's a spirit that's trying to creep into the hearts, the heads, and the homes of God's people. It's everywhere. You can go to Fox News. Pull up the Fox News article I sent y'all. We're just going to let it preach. This was five hours ago before service. Two-time Olympian voices heard displeasure after a transgender athlete beats thousands of women in a marathon's female category. The quote was nearly 14,000 actual females suffered a worse finish position because of him. Who is him? Him that wants to classify himself as a female when he was born as a male, but now the demonic spirit of this world has allowed him in to female sports. I'll call this junk out all day, every day. Oh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It is everywhere. Go to CNN for the people that don't like Fox News. This was seven hours before service. The driver was not far from his house when he texted his wife to say he was making his final delivery and would be home soon. The man that he was delivering to would devour and disember his body and what CNN called a demonic murder. We are being desensitized to be demonized because there is a spirit that is after our heads, hearts, and home. So what, what is it that you call that big flat screen thing that sits on your wall? What do you call that? Shout it out, shout it out. TV, TV, TV. Everyone said TV. TV. 
Yeah, I'm going to take y'all back to some 1950s preaching. Hold on. See, it's funny how we've broken it down just to call it a TV. When its real name is called a television. And I wonder if we haven't been desensitized by the demonic spirits that are trying to tell us their vision. Oh, I knew this would be quiet. I knew this would be quiet. There is power of life and death in the tongue. And yet we sit up under hours and hours and hours of filth and sewage that is pumped into our house. Every single one of you would get mad if your toilet backed up and pumped poop on your floor. But yet you let poop pump out of your TV and you make a place for it. Oh, this ain't famous preaching. It's okay. I didn't come for the claps of the amens tonight. See, the enemy since the very beginning of time has desired to destroy the people of God by making them come under desensitization. True desensitization starts, watch this, when we refuse to call it what it really is. How do you know that we're being desensitized? Have you heard lately of something called word censoring? <laughs> You haven't noticed yet, watch. There's things, even in the video world, that they, uh, Facebook and this services, it's streamed out. They are literally transcribing my message as I preach it. There's something called algorithms. And what we will find out is that messages like this, they will literally suppress and they will call it hate speech. You call it hate speech, I call it the truth. They shall hear the truth and the truth shall set them free. See, true desensitization starts when we refuse to call it what it is. Watch, desensitization has been going on even since back in the times of the Bible. I recently preached a, a message to y'all about three little Hebrew boys. What was their names? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. True desensitization starts when we refuse to call it what it really is. Team, pull up the slide. Shadrach was not his real name. Meshach was not his real name. And Abednego was not his real name. Matter of fact, Shadrach means the command of the moon god. Y'all ain't ready for this guy. Welcome to Wednesday night where we instruct the saints into righteous living. The next would have been called Meshach, whose name meant who is Aku. Aku was a god of the Babylonians. Watch this. And then Abednego means a slave of the god of Nebo. What we will know as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego come under the Babylonian rule, watch this, as Hebrews, as the god of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They come up under the rule of a Babylonian ruler, and this ruler, watch this, the first thing he does is change their name. Why did he refuse to call it what it was? Because it was truth and it confronted what he wanted to desensitize. Oh my God, I'm teaching a whole lot better than you let know. So let's just go to the word. And what, the, what was the real names? The real names were Hanani, Mishael, and Ezrael. Watch, Hanani meant God is gracious. 
Mishael meant who is God, but Azrael meant God has helped. Watch, 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 watch. You ready? You ready? He tried to desensitize them. The problem is, is he put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. But what he didn't know, Rev Bev, was that it was Hanani, Mishael, and Ezrael in there. And the God who was gracious, who, who wanted to make himself known, showed up and helped three Hebrew boys. Because you can call it what you want to call it, but the truth will always prevail. You can try to desensitize this thing called the bride of Christ. You can call it what you want to call it. But the truth will always prevail. See, I love the fact that he said three Hebrew boys. See, they are, they are the proof. Watch this. They are the proof picture that you can be captured in a Babylonian citizen or, 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 or city. Watch this. You can be in the city, but you do not have to be of the city. See, you can be in a world that's evil, but it does not mean that the evil world has to be in you. I want to talk to some people that know they are citizens of another kingdom, that this world is not my home, that I'm just a pilgrim passing through. See, I can be, I'm called to be in the world, but not of the world. <laughs> I said earlier that I believe that there are three ways that we are being desensitized as a nation towards the things of God. The first thing that I believe we are being desensitized in, you ready? One, if you're taking notes, write this down. The ways of God. The church is being desensitized to the move of God and the supernatural workings of the Spirit of God. Well, why can you say that, preacher? What gives you that right, James 5, verse 14? And is anyone among you sick? Let him call forth the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. It gets better in verse 15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed any sins, they will be forgiven. When we've been desensitized, you ready? We now have a church that says, if you're sick, stay home. Go back to verse 14. It said everything it needed to say in the first three words is anyone among It didn't say if there's anyone sick, make sure they stay home on live. Make sure that you got a Facebook Live, a Dominion TV. You better have you a YouTube because we don't want nobody coming up here spreading their juju. My God, the Bible said that if there's any sick among you, to get them in the house of where is the faith in the church. But we've been desensitized to believe that if they're sick, you better stay home. We have been desensitized to the ways of God. 
See, the early church would have said, you sick? You better get here because Jesus is in the house. Prove it gladly. There's a woman with an issue of blood. The Bible said she had spent all of her money seeking out the healing of physicians and still the Bible said that she grew the worser but there came a day that this woman who laid in her bed heard that there was a man by the name of Jesus that when those that were sick got near him they got healed there was a word in the city that there was a man passing through that caused blind eyes to open deaf ears to come undone the lame to walk and the lepers to leave she said, I must get to this man. See, you got to understand something customarily in these times that if you would have been sick, particularly with the issue of blood, your menstrual cycle, if it had not ceased, then the Levitical law claimed you as unclean. And if you were bleeding and you were about, it was told that you had to stay inside. And if you had to come out of your home for any reason, you would have had to walk and shout as you came, unclean, unclean, unclean. And all those around you would have had to back up and back away so that your choo-choo didn't get on them. Fast forward 2,020 years later. There's something by the name of COVID-19 that shows up in the church and starts making everyone say, unclean, unclean, I can't come because I'm up. My God, you better hear me. It shuts down churches, ministries fold, bankruptcy, preachers leave and have to go back to their marketplace jobs. Why? Because we've been desensitized to the ways of God. The early church said, if you're sick, get here. I don't believe you, preacher. Well, there's a story about a man who had some really good friends. He'd been laid on a bed, and the Bible said that Jesus was in the house, and it was noised abroad that Jesus was in the house. And his friends said, we got to get him there. We got to get him. But when they tried to get him there, the Bible said that the crowds have pushed back, and there was no way into the house. But one of them said, we will take him to the roof. We will rip the roof off of this place and the Bible said that they lowered him down at the feet of Jesus and the religious crowd standing there questioned if he would heal this man on such a time as the Sabbath and Jesus proceeding their thoughts asked them for what is easier to be done to tell this man that your sins are forgiven or rise take up your bed and walk Speaking that his sins were forgiven, religion rent their vest and thought, what is this that this man would heal this man's sins? Who is he? This is blasphemy. Jesus said, don't worry about it. If you think it's blasphemy, watch this. Rise up and walk. And the Bible said he leapt to his feet and he took his bed in his hand. What am I talking about? I'm talking about being desensitized to the ways of God. 
We have a culture that is demonic that says if you're sick, don't come to church. Well, we just got to use common sense. Really. Because I read in books like John Pray and Hyde, who was a man that was sent into the Africa uh, bush and he went in and in this particular village there was, a, there was an outbreak of tuberculosis and there was an outbreak of leprosy and John Pray and Hyde was such a man of prayer that he would go in and all the people would say, don't go in there, John. And he'd go in, he'd start laying hands on the leopards, he'd start laying hands on those with tuberculosis and they would get healed. And here's the thing John never got sick the, the, the scientists in that area wondered how is this what is it that this man has they took a drop of the disease and placed his hand under a microscope and John as he prayed the, 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 the book that I read said that as the disease touched his hand it died let me tell you about my Jesus. Let me tell you about the ways of God. He's still God. He's still healer. He's still good. He still does the miraculous. The second, the second way that I can sense this nation is being desensitized is that we have a church that is being desensitized to the word of God. I literally seen a video this week of a pastor that I won't put on blast, won't call by name. Because one time I put my mouth on Joel Osteen and God made me repent of that. Just being honest with you. When I was young and zealous and I thought I had it all figured out. And then God had to use Joel Osteen when I was in a backslidden state to minister a word of grace to get me back. Oh, y'all real quiet now. <clears throat> It's funny that God will make you go sit at the tables of those that you talked about. But I saw a video of a preacher this week that is leading thousands right now. And he was preaching along the lines of male and female. And he said these words. He said, uh, yeah, God created them as male and female, but I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, I, if I was there, I would ask God, uh, can't you maybe try to find something in the middle? No, sir, there is nothing in the middle. For the word says in Genesis 1:27, and God created them, man in his own image, and he created them male and female. Female. Let me unsensitize you to a desensitized culture that's telling you there is something in the middle. If you got a womb, you are a woman. You know, you know how many men have had babies. Just so we're clear. Let me tell you something. This whole transgender movement, I just got to preach the truth tonight. This whole transgender movement that we're seeing right now, watch this, is the religion of the devil. 
Write that quote down. This transgender movement is the religion of the devil. Y'all ready? I'm going to give you some revelation. This is what God spoke to me regarding this. That he created man. So the enemy who cannot create had to recreate. So watch this. So now he is recreating men and women. He is recreating women into men and men into women. Y'all real quiet. And now what he is creating is a mass spirit of confusion. But see, if we would have never been desensitized to the word, you do know that there are churches with, ready? Homosexual, not even putting a five-fold title on them, leaders. We'll just call them leaders. Churches, lowercase. See, God's word has not changed. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. Some of y'all, you don't like this, and that's so good. Because what I just found out is the sword is in the house. Let me just share the word with you. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9. Let's go ahead and cut some more of this cancer. Watch this. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan. With all power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie and that they may all be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Let's just go back into the word. First Timothy chapter 4. Verse 1, now the Spirit speaketh expressly, says, that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed, one translation says, to seducing spirits and the doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. Doctrines of demons. Doctrines of demons. How will the doctrines of demons increase in latter times? Because they will have been so desensitized that their conscience, their ability to be able to know right from wrong will have been seared shut as a hot iron. Some of you ladies that are in the house, you went through pregnancy and after pregnancy, you decided, you said, my God, I thank you for children, but I don't want another one. And when the doctor had you open or cut you open, he got in there, he did something to your fallopian tubes called cauterizing. On upon our last child, though, we were so thankful for him. 
because he was the last child. I had to leave the room after the procedure because there was still a procedure to be done. And the doctor told me, he said, you're going to want to leave. He said, because while, while, while we, before we suture her up, we are going to cauterize. And he said, you don't want to smell that burning flesh. See, what happened in the process of cauterizing, it made sure what was destined to get in could no longer get in. And I want to preach to a church that there's a Holy Spirit that is looking to impregnate his church with power, but we've been categorized or we have been, we've had the categorization of desensitization in our spiritual wombs because we have been so desensitized like a hot iron, our consciences have been seared. And now when the Holy Spirit says, don't do that, that's not truth. Stay away from that. Sever yourself from that friendship. Disconnect from that relationship. Don't go there. Don't listen to this. Don't watch that. What you don't understand, it is the agenda of hell to desensitize you so that you are no longer wooed by the truth when the Holy Spirit begins to speak. Lastly, and I'm done. Third, the third way that the church has been desensitized is to the weight of God. We've been desensitized to the work of God, to the word of God, and to the weight of God. And when I say weight, I'm not talking about his glory. I'm talking about his judgment. Brooke, come on. There is no one more desensitized, you ready, than the person that lives disconnected from the reality of of eternity. There is no one more desensitized under my voice than the person that's here tonight and you're living a life that is displeasing to God. You're living a life that is unrighteous, unholy, and full of the works of the flesh, and yet you are not moved in any sort of conviction. There is nobody under the sound of my voice that is more desensitized than the person that's here tonight that does not live with the reality that this life is but a vapor. And there is an eternity to gain. There is a hell to shun and a heaven to be won. There is an eternity that awaits every single one of us.